Mo. No, I didn't. <laughs> Let me do the intro. Um, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Low Block Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Josh. Um, and this is a podcast where every Saturday morning we get on that early grind, shoot some hoops, get some food, and then talk about the hip hop happenings of what's happened in, in the basketball, basketball world. Yes, yeah. absolutely. It's been a. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. It's been a slow week. It's finally back, as of yesterday. Finally back, it's been yes. Back. Um, we had All Star Weekend, which, which we good. might cover slightly. Oh, I'm, I'm going to talk about it. Yeah, you're going to talk I'm about it. So I'll you. listen to it, apparently. Yeah, no, no, I'm going to get your input. I'll get your um, input. But yeah, we, it's Saturday morning. We're currently watching Phoenix and Toronto. Um, which I, I don't want to talk about. Which? Because we have talked about Toronto before. Yeah. Um, so it feels a bit one sided just talking about Phoenix. I know they're an interesting team. I think yeah. we might have talked about them slightly. Previously, maybe a little bit, yeah. But there is a game later on. It's we're recording this now, but a game later on in the afternoon is Boston and Timberwolves, which we haven't talked about at all. But I think that's definitely going to be more of an interesting matchup. So as much as I, I think it would be a little bit interesting talking about Phoenix, yeah, because I know there are a lot of players that we like, and I do like Phoenix. Yeah, the Phoenix as a whole, they're they're winning more this year, but mm. they they have fallen behind again. Um, but I think the spectrum between Boston, who we haven't spoken about before, and mm-hmm. the Timberwolves, which have made a new acquisition, which is relatively big, mm-hmm. uh, but we haven't talked about the Timberwolves before either. Yeah. So I think, unfortunately, like I said, we're recording this a bit too early, so we don't get to watch it and talk about it at the same time. Yeah. But it was something I really wanted to talk about today. Okay, let's um, jump we'll, right into it. Well, all right, we'll, we'll get right into it. Um, so Boston, of course, are, are very, very good. They're, they're one of the, the top tiers in, in the East. Kemba Walker has made an easy transition. I thought he would struggle. He didn't play so much a system in Charlotte because mm-hmm. Charlotte is a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, but it seems like whatever Brad Stevens running, he's fit right in and, it, and it's perfect. You just slot right in. And, yeah. and we were talking about earlier today, now he's a legitimate all-star. Yeah. Like people always... It, it's the same thing that the Booker had going against him mm-hmm. was these are just empty stats. He's yep. playing on a bad team. He doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But... It was the same kind of numbers that Kemba was putting up in Charlotte, and granted, he was an all-star. Yeah. But people didn't. He wasn't hold a, a, him a as certified all-star. Yeah. He, he did. There wasn't the public eye looking at him like, yeah, he's an all-star. Exactly, yeah. and now it makes me happy because I always like Kemba. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's a superstar, but he's a certified all-star, and he's definitely brought something to Boston. He's brought stability. I think, and and just a lot, a lot of talent and a good personality. Yeah. Um. He, he just has. He's one of the most lovable dudes in the NBA, in all yeah. honesty. Um. But it, it's been surprising that he's fit so well into a system, uh, which I, I think to a great degree can be a little bit complex. We've seen players just not work it out. We know Brad Stevens, uh, does, uh, does like to run a lot of complex things. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that was very cool to see. Um, we've had a year where Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have finally found their rhythm. Yep. Um, I say that, but like they're still very young, but yeah, they've, yeah. They've, they've found it relatively quick. Mm-hmm. And it's it's amazing to see because we were always high on, on Jalen Brown specifically. Yep. Tatum was an all-star this year. I think either or could have been an all-star. Um, Jalen was a bit on, but being I, an all-star, but yeah. yeah I think Tatum definitely deserved it. He definitely rightfully deserved it, but if he didn't make it, I wouldn't, whatever yeah, reason yeah, yeah it, it's I wouldn't fine. be too gutted over it but they've, they've got those wings which Tatum's been a better defender as of yes, late um, yes. Jalen Brown's a phenomenal defender yep. he's got that Always hustle so that they've got that that amazing point guard which can score which can facilitate they've got two wings which can defend and score um, and put in a lot of effort the thing that they they do lack are bigs mm-hmm. which is a bit concerning when you've you're going into a playoff race where there are a lot of bigs you've got to go against. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's going to be a bit interesting. Haywood, I don't know what's going on with him. He He's finally got himself back to not his Utah days, but since his major injury, he's, he's been doing well. Yeah. Um, and he's, he's definitely been serviceable. He's not a negative on the court. He's not a negative on the court anymore at all, which no. is good. Um, I don't think he has long left on his contract, though. It's been, it's been a minute. Yeah, I think it's either this year or next year it's up. Yeah. Okay, well, so that that's a bit of a worry because he is someone that's been really, really good for them. Yeah. Um, come to think of it, they have a lot of wings because they've got Hayward, they they've got Marcus Smart, who's one of the best defenders in the league, in all honesty. Who's a guard that can guard, that we've seen him guard KP. Yeah, Porzingis. like he, he's legitimately one of the best on-ball defenders in the league. He can run a defensive scheme, which Brad Stevens throws at him. Mm-hmm. That team is so close to being really com- complete as a competitive team. It's just the bigs, which I don't understand 
because they, they got rid of Horford, which is fine. They picked up Kemba. That, that's a better acquisition, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they're, they're running. Cantor has, has been on and off. Yeah. Um, Thice has been okay. He's been all right, um, but he's old. Yeah. Um, I keep forgetting that. So going, like I say, going into a playoff race, we've got to go against Giannis, Horford, Embiid, and all, all these other big men. Um, Marcus Sol. I don't really know how they're gonna gonna cope with that. Yes, um, but at the same time, they've got so much guard presence and wing presence that maybe they could make up for it. I don't want to say go Houston, but they could run small ball. I think they kind of do have to. It's, right. it's definitely not like Houston because they, their wings are generally a bit yeah, bigger. It's, and... it's a completely different system with a completely different ideal of how to play basketball, but they can go small. They like, may be forced into small ball. Yeah. yeah. The, biggest, the, the biggest negative on Celtics so far is they don't have a big, strong center. Yeah. But they haven't needed it this year so far. And obviously, it's not the playoffs. And Candace had mixed success in the playoffs. Last year with Portland, he was great. People are saying, yeah, he's a detriment, you can't play him in the playoffs. And then he's like, no, fuck you, I can. I've always had issues with that. Everyone loved to talk shit on Cantor, say he, he's only good at grabbing empty boards and, and getting empty stats. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great player. He, like, he guarded up Jokic really well. Yeah, like I think if you're able to consistently get double-doubles and defend at an average level doing mm-hmm. that, that's fine. I don't see what the detriment is. Yeah. Um, so I was never in the corner of, of thinking Cantor wasn't worth a contract no he's definitely he's a good great. cheap centre yeah. yeah but I feel like we're in the minority with that because a lot of people don't like Cantor yeah. which is personality wise I can understand not liking him really that's one of my favourite things about him oh, I just it feels like every team he goes to he's like yeah this is my home I love the people here I never want to leave and then he goes yeah. to the new one the next year and says this is my new home fuck the last team weird, you guys are my homies except oh wait now I'm on a new team <laughs> you guys the real homies that last team Fuck off. <laughs> Except OKC. That is his... For whatever reason, he's in love with OKC. He is. And I don't know why. Like, every time he, he's asked about That's OKC true. playing a team, he's like, yeah, I hope OKC win. They're my guys. And I'm like, granted, your guys are gone now. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> big good friends of Westbrook. He's still got Steven Adams there. Yeah. Yeah, who's, who's a bit iffy at the moment. I don't no, really know. No, no, he's fine. He's not for that contract. Not for Stev 28 is mil. Fine. 28 mil is not good for the Stev, but... Look, I don't <laughs> know, know, man. I'm not... He's, he's, he doesn't need that much. He doesn't deserve that much money. That's that's a better way to put it. I mean, I could say I need that much, but do I deserve it? Probably not. Probably not. But no. that's We'll, we'll get into it. Like I said, there's a lot about OKC we'll talk about at some point. But the situation with Boston is interesting come playoff time. We know they're an established team. Brad Stevens is a good coach. Fantastic coach. You remember, I think I told you uh, a couple years ago, or, or maybe three years ago, there was a GM survey, who was the best coach in the league. It was and, like two years ago, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was almost unanimous that it was Brad Stevens. And then last year, with the debacle with Kyrie Irving, and they struggled so much, he was he didn't even get a single vote. Yeah, he, he, was, he was bummed out the spotlight, because everything happened with Kyrie. Yeah, um, but now I can see him being put back into that position which I think he rightfully deserves as a fantastic head coach in the yeah, league absolutely um, and he is he has set a, set a bar for what to expect when coaches are coming into the league a young coach out of college yeah. not, and not attending college but coaching college bowl yeah it's and, it's I don't want to say it reminds me a lot of Spolstra but Spolstra was a young coach yes yeah right Brad Stevens come in fairly young um, well, I think it's a good comparison. A lot, of, a lot of other coaches are older, and to me, they're like some of the younger coaches that stand out. Yeah. Because a, a lot of the coaches we see are, are rather old. Yeah. Um, like, and it's not a bad thing. Like Popovich. They've, they've got they, well, it's know, it's years of wise, you know, wise knowledge. It's impressive. I think that's the thing with why Beeline didn't work out, is because he was like 67 or something. Yeah. Um, and it was just like, it's hard to get a, an old player that's never coached NBA basketball to, to learn new things. Yeah. It's hard, man. Um, but that's Boston. I, I, I'm excited. Um, I, I think they they could potentially hold struggles, but in, in the coming you know next year or two, on on Hayward's contract coming up, we'll see how that team changes over time. They're they're one. I don't I think feel... they're. I don't think they're a championship contender right now. I think they're right. top. I think they're top tier in terms of adaptability. Though. Adapt. Yes. Yes. I can see them adapting. But like yeah. the big thing right now is if you're in the East, can you? slow Giannis down enough to make it through the Bucks. Which, it, it, it's easy for people to say you can't, 
But last year he got bounced. You, you so can. It's definitely possible. Kawhi and the Raptors have shown that if you're a good enough defensive team, yeah. you can slow him down enough. Because I, I think people forget about Giannis's struggles in the playoffs. They yeah. see this regular season dominance. I'm like, how on earth can you stop him? He was stopped. He was stopped with relative ease. Yeah. Like he still got his he still got his his numbers. Toronto's biggest struggle was Philly. Yes. Yep. You know, of course, they went down like 3-1 went to down Bucks. to the wire. Um, it was like 2-1, two, 2-0, two, whatever it was, they went into the Bucks. But well, then, then... Toronto sweet. against Bucks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, um, they, I think it was like, I think it might have even been 2-0. And then, they just, and then they just swept, swept yeah. yeah. Um, so that, I, I have concerns, but I'm, I'm excited with Boston. Now, a team which is also kind of like unexcited, but concerned about, like I said, it's the matchup later today with Boston and Timberwolves. Why are you excited? Well, I mean, they've... Two best friends coming together. That's true. That's <laughs> it doesn't true. mean shit. They, they suck. But it, that's what I mean. Like There is an upside to the team now. They finally, finally, after 40 years, they have a point guard. <laughs> In D'Angelo it's been so, Sam Cassell was like, wow, they finally replaced me, huh? <laughs> it feels like it's been that long. Yeah. Look, um, they're, they're an offensively charged team. Getting D-Lo... <laughs> They've got two dudes which can play yeah, offense. Exactly. That's it. That's offensively charged. Yeah. Off- you, same way Dallas. Do you, you want to know? Do you want to know? They're not an offensively charged team. They're they not. Are. No, they're not. They're, they're the, they're the no. best offense in the league. No, I, I, yeah, but I, I don't put them up against historically other great offense. They're okay. They're okay. Excuse me, they're sir. Okay. The numbers they do not lie. <laughs> this is they this are is Shakira. This is the argument which, like, I'm not sure if you've seen it, but like Shaq and Buck, a lot of the old heads, they they always shy away from analytics because granted it does help their argument towards like why big men should should play a certain way mm-hmm. bring back the older big men um to try and dominate that that post game i don't like looking at basketball so much as numbers it takes away a little of the fun for me yes it takes away like you have when to I'm, take it with a grain of salt i i feel like something which you can never put in paper is is doing an eye test on yeah i test is operate. the best and i, I yeah do. and i know on paper dallas are great i just don't see them their offense out, outgunning like any of the top teams in the West gotcha. or the East for that matter. Like I just I don't see it. Gotcha. We got a bit sidetracked. Yeah, sorry. You... But Timberwolves. Yeah. So the Timberwolves. They're offensively charged. All right. Agree to disagree. Well, no. When cats on I the floor. No me. I know. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> when 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 cats on the floor, they're a top five offense. Yeah. When he's on the floor. And when he's off the floor. Yeah. I'm talking about as a whole. As a whole. They're still that offensively team, charged. I, I disagree. I disagree. And especially now with D'Lo, who's an offensive point guard. He's an offensive point guard. They've got, like, do you want to know who their big three is? Do you want to know who that no, three is? No, there's no third. No, no, there is a third. Okay, can I guess it? Have a guess. Okay, so they lost It T. should be pretty easy. Wiggins is gone, thank you. Oh, Wiggins. Wiggins is gone. To a better team. <laughs> okay. I don't even care. They got, like, the last seed in the West. They're a better team. Um, Jordan Bell's gone. Yeah. So <laughs> come on, come on. <laughs> who who is it? I think it, I think he played at Texas Tech. He played at Texas Tech. I have no idea. Hit a dagger. Hit hit a single dagger. Oh yeah, he, he was he was struggling for like the first three quarters in that. Who that who is it? Game. Who's their big three? Jarrett Culver. Jarrett Culver, their point guard for the first that's, half of the year. Yeah, now he's not a point guard anymore because now he can go back to the wing. Yeah, go back to the wing. Thank but God. that's their big three. Um, no, yeah, not every yeah, team needs a big three. They need a big three because they got nothing else going. Yeah, for them. wait till Booker comes. Booker, com- oh yeah, that's a good point. How right? they? Gonna- yeah, maybe. Who knows? And guess what? There will still be no defense in that Fuck. fucking team. But they'll score one fifty a night. Yeah, one fifty. While they let the team score one seventy, yeah. that's how it's gonna go. Yeah, but obviously but they'll be happy. <laughs> Best friends playing together. That's what matters. Yeah, it's not matters. Chips, <laughs> chips <laughs> God, that's the epitome of Timberwolves. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Chips don't matter. Chips don't chips, matter. Chips Fre- don't laugh, but friends, friends do. Friends do, yes. Jesus, we are butchering the Timberwolves. <sighs> Jesus. I mean, it, it, that's kind of... I think every team over the course of this year has butchered the Timberwolves. Yeah. yeah. Just cut them up. Absolutely. Um, so but why my, are they interesting? Because I, I feel like despite having two all-stars. Like, they are the all-stars. Yeah, Cat's one of the the most gifted offensive big men in the, in the modern NBA uh-huh. we've ever seen. And D'Lo's a fringe um, all-star. 
Yeah, he's. I mean, he's. I if think he's, he's a legitimate East. all-star talent. Yeah, absolutely, he's um, all-star talent. It's just because there there's not enough roster spots on the all-star team. That's yeah. all I think it is. Yeah. Um, but you've got two legitimate all-star players, one of the best offensive players we've ever seen. We've got my boy Jarrett Culver, but I still feel like in the back of my head, I'm like, y'all gonna have to rebuild at some point. Yeah. I just don't see this working. No, we've talked about Cat a bunch and how yeah. he's not. He doesn't have that. That personality that's going to drive that team and lead that team. Yeah, he doesn't have that, I want to step on your throat yeah. personality. He doesn't. No. Like I said, he's just like, let's get my buddy here. Yeah, let's, let's have, some, play. Fun let's have some fun playing basketball. Um, the, my concern is, is as well, like, we touched on the fact that they have zero defense. And yep. Cat gives Especially zero Especially since they've given up Covington, yep. Jordan Bell, and some of the other pieces. Jimmy Butler those years ago, because Jimmy, Jimmy was like, y'all don't him. play defense, I'm out this bitch. Jimmy dragged them to yeah. the playoffs. Jesus Christ. That's just a fucking... Jimmy makes every team he's on so much better. So much better. I, I'm, I'm I so think sick he's, of the, he's the hate he gets. Becoming a legit superstar. Yeah. I, I think so. It's and, just... and then not because of his stats, because of like, okay, he made the Bulls better. He made the T-Wolves better. Yep. He made Philly better. And now he's made the Heat better. My, I think the only reason why he's not considered a superstar is his stats. Is his stats, yeah. yeah. I think if he had, you know, the numbers that Luca, Braun, and, and whatnot had, he'd be a superstar. Absolutely. Because he has everything else going for him. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, that's the thing. Like, they, the personality of that team is worrying. The pieces on that team are worrying. And I've, I've just... Can you recall any team that's had two, two offensive stars in the league and still, like, fuck, we need to rebuild? Like have you, I can't. But they ever don't. Recall they don't that. know that yet. But we. Do. They don't know what they're doing. But like everyone else on Earth knows that like this isn't working. They're Tim not Wolf's making the are like, year. wow, we made Cat happy. Whoop de doo. Yeah, he's gonna stay. Like what? I mean, you better hope to God he stays. He stays. Because he stays. I think he was gonna. They shipped off Jimmy. Yep. They've got D'Lo. Like they traded Wiggins, who Tim Wolves were always high on him for some yeah, reason. Yeah, but he broke his promise. But he broke his promise to get better. Yeah. I don't want to even talk about that. That's how fucking atrocious their front office is, <laughs> I right? promise I'll get better. Give me the max. Give me $154 million. I promise I'll make it worth <laughs> I'll it. I'll get better. And a year and a half later... Oh, my Lord. Bye-bye. You know what's what's interesting is they they maxed out... Boston maxed out Jalen Brown and is already, like, worth it. Yeah. Like, within that same year. Yeah. And it's, Wiggins had, like, three years to prove it and he still hasn't. Uh, granted, we, we did talk about Wiggins last year. I think he'll be okay in Golden State. Yeah. Draymond's got his back. Yeah. Um, for now, until he starts being lazy. That's the end. Yeah, yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. But I, I just... The reason I want to touch on the Timberwolves is because I'm just... I've never seen that before. Like, I've, I've just never seen a team with two stars that are two like... Two all-stars. Offensive-based all-stars. And like, okay, we probably won't like, make the playoffs. Yeah, what picks can we get for these two dudes? <laughs> We've got them, but... That's such a horrible spot. Because they're yeah. not going to make the playoffs next year. They're not. Right? Not even close. Not with the way the West is currently. It's too, no, too, it's too cutthroat. Yeah. Um, and you can't get... You're not going to get better players for trading like Cat and D'Lo. You're not. You, your best right? bet is to get rebuilding pieces. But you shouldn't trade two all-stars for rebuilding that's pieces. That's the thing. Like, it, it's Unless, just... But like, I guess OKC okay, did that, but that's a different situation because they got... They've got established vets on that team. They got a bunch back. They got yeah. Chris fucking Paul. And like 73 picks. <laughs> like, Jesus, man. And the Gallo. And Gallo. And I don't. I don't ever want to talk about Gallo again. Let's please not. Okay. But Shay, Shay is fantastic. Um, but that's what I mean. They, they got interesting pieces back along with vets. They got one dude on their team for the Timberwolves. That's all they got back. And like, granted, it wasn't a one-sided trade. Yeah. But that's all they got. Because they got Cat, D-Lo. They, they won that trade. They did. And they still suck. Like, they've made zero improvement. They got um, Spellman. Who right? I like. I do I like, like Spellman. Spellman. Yeah. He's a thick boy. Um, who else did they get from... I don't uh, even know. It was someone else. Really... It was like one or two of my people. But... Oh, Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole. Oh, fuck. They got... The I forgot they got rid of him. Yeah, trash boy. I like Jordan Poole. Why? He beat... Clay Thompson said he Jordan Poole beat him in a three-point shootout. That's one, all I know about Jordan Poole. One three-point shootout. But Clay was talking enough, but it was like, I'm not going to doubt Clay. <laughs> you know what, Jordan Poole? Maybe he's got something. So who It's knows? like, if they play, if they did 100 three-point shootouts, Clay would win 99. <laughs> I don't know, man. Clay talks him up pretty pretty good. Maybe he's not on the team now, so it's all like, nah, I won that. I won that. I'm just talking him up. He's yeah, he was idea. trying to trade him. 
trying yeah, to get him to trade Yeah, trying to up his trade trade Play value. Play with that like mastermind. It's forty that's chess. Not, yeah, forty chess. Forty chess. Um, but that's that's why I, th- I mean, if we were to watch that game, Boston would absolutely stomp them. No, it would be one twelve, one twenty to one thirty. What on earth? You don't think Boston has good defense? We just went over no, the fact that true. they had good, good defense. defense. Um, it's like you took in nothing. What I said, like you, like usual. <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> uh, look, it'll either be like ninety to seventy or one twenty to one thirty. Ninety to seventy. What is the last team you've seen that scored seventy at the end of regulation? Actually, no. You know, I say that. I Cavs? think. I think there was a game with Pistons versus another East team. Of course, it was the I think it Pistons. was like eighty to seventy or something. I'm not even joking. Like it was. I remember, like it's 2007 again. Yeah, like like everyone was actually playing defense. I was going through Reddit after that game, and everyone was like, "Wow, this is the lowest scoring game I've seen in years." It was just weird to see, and that used yeah, to be the norm. Yeah, because Pistons shoot forty threes a game for some reason. And their best three point shooter is like what Tony Snell? I don't know. Well, it was Blake. I saw him in practice once, and I'm like, this guy can shoot. He'd be playing a three point contest. <laughs> it appears everyone can. <laughs> <laughs> it was fake Clay, that fat guy. Oh, from New fake York. Clay! Shit. That's who he beat in the three point. I would contest. love. Okay, wait, just just quickly. Fake Clay versus Creamy Bigums. Cre- no, not Cream. No, no, no. Do you, do you remember? Do you remember James Harden's fake? James yeah, Harden? fake James Harden. Who do you think would win? Oh, fake Clay. Fake Clay. Yeah. Fake Clay's got him. I feel like he's got it. I feel like he's got fake it. Fake Clay was chubby, but he looked like he could bowl. Like he looked like he could sh- he could shoot. That man had a, like a really big double chin. Do you like? He looked like he could shoot. I don't trust fat, uh, not what fat the James hell? Harden. Like, do you just look at people and like? He <laughs> yeah, looks like he I can, can look bowl. at your face and like you might be able to hit a three. <laughs> Oh my god, what the fuck? You've got the third eye. Third You've been hanging around with wins. Kyrie. Yeah. That's your scouting. Me it's and like... Kyrie are gonna draft <laughs> fake James Harden and fake Clay Thompson. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'd rather do one. Um, all right, so that that's that's those games. And KD would still take them to the fucking playoffs. <laughs> nah, mm, mm, nah, I'm not. I'm yeah, not, I'm in not. the East. Um, okay, in the East. Yeah, yeah, you know what? The East is East is still bad. East is still bad. Like, people talk about, like, the East has gotten better. Yeah. The top half has yeah, gotten better. top half. Bottom half is still the bottom half. We were watching the Magic play before. They yeah. shot one from 15 for three at, like, One for 16. Time. One for 16. That was horrible. And it's, you know what? It's probably one for 20 at this point. They were shooting more than the Mavs. More than KP and yeah. more than Luka. Yeah. And they were, like, Jesus Christ. But it you got to shoot like, shoot. To me, shoot no, shoot. No, no. It feels like, to me, Orlando and... Detroit shoots so many threes because everyone else does, and they have no fucking clue what else to do. You, you know what they are? Those, those two teams. You remember back in high school where you'd be playing basketball on a court mm-hmm. with the big boys, and you got that weird little kid called Oliver who has no friends, and he just wants to join in, but he's too afraid to actually do what you do. So he's either on the court where there's no one just shooting his own shots. Yeah. That's Detroit and Orlando. That's Detroit They're and Orlando. the weird little kid called Oliver. Yeah. Who just want to shoot threes. Who like just want to do what you do, yeah. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, um, yeah, so the All-Star Weekend has happened. Yeah. I do want to talk about it because there's a lot of controversy, which I don't give a shit about, but I'll talk about it because everyone loves to talk about Aaron Gordon for whatever reason. No one gives a shit about Aaron Gordon. We've talked about Aaron Gordon. The boy's not good. But Lord, when he gets in a dunk contest, it's like, give this man the medal before he's even dunked. He's the best dunker of all time. I don't give a he shit. He has more 50-point dunks than anyone else in history. Who gives a fuck? And has zero trophies. That's Good. funny. It's funny. And I'm like, it's a meme at this point. I'm like, if he's Nate, ever in the dunk Nate, contest, he can't win. Nate has three trophies and one 50 dunk. <laughs> okay. Aaron Gordon has like 10 50 dunks and zero trophies. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I enjoy it. I want it to stay that way. Because I'm just so sick of hearing about it. Do you remember when Booker missed he's the All-Star three, game? He's done with the um, dunk contest. Oh, he, he, he came out and said, he says, like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. I'm like, I get it. Because you've been robbed. Whatever that means. It's the damn dunk contest. It's not, probably, 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 you, it's not making the All-Star team. It's not making the NBA team. You, it's not making a defensive I team. I guarantee there's something in his contract saying if you win the slam dunk contest, he gets a I, Bullshit. Bullshit. That's, that's publicity for Orlando. No. Ten bucks. If you can do your research and you can find that contract that says 
if you win the dunk contest, an extra 100000 to you on this lovely contract. Because you're not getting it. I'm not making a, a bet. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I have no money. But it's not. That's Half ridiculous. of these contracts are ridiculous. The... Well, kind, well, sort of. There, there are like legitimate ones, like make the All Star team, yeah. shoot X percentage from the field. That's just incentive to be a good basketball player. Yeah. The dunk contest does nothing. It, it promotes all the Orlando Magic. Does it? Yeah. So do you want to watch Orlando kids, games now? Kids will because we just watched no, it. No, they no, went no, no. one I don't, for sixteen. I don't, I, don't, I don't. Kids love the the dunk contest. They love the Orlando Magic. No, and they see Aaron Gordon dunk. I buy Aaron Gordon jersey. I guarantee but he holds you, nothing I now because he's one zero. I guarantee to you that okay. the most popular Magic jersey is Aaron Gordon, and it spikes every All Star game. Guarantee every you, it's, I guarantee you, it's false. Guarantee you. Guarantee we are shaking let's, on let's this, look at it. and I'll tell you what. Internationally, it's Fournier. No, I'm still going Aaron Gordon. All right, you're going Aaron Gordon, and who does absolutely can... nothing. He bitches. He whines com- about the fact. I know. It's just, I, I don't, I'm not, this is, this is too argument because like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Why are people like all of a sudden in Aaron Gordon's corner and it's like, this is, this is the MVP don't watch, trophy. People don't watch the Orlando Magic and they think Aaron Gordon's a good player. Yeah. You look at this guy, like he can dunk on anyone. He, he's, he doesn't dunk on anyone. 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 But like, that's just, does, this doesn't matter to you. Like, does no, this, I don't care. Because like, it seems like people are waking up in the middle of the night with nightmares. Like, Aaron Gordon didn't win. Aaron Gordon got Aaron Gordon got like, Shaking. Like, their whole body is shaking in terror that Aaron Gordon like, didn't win another dunk Jesus, contest. Jesus, they... Yeah, they, they're so, like, for it. It's just... I'm shocked by it. But, so, you obviously think he, he, he should have won. I'm indifferent. I don't care. Um, I, I stopped caring about the Like, he probably should have won. He probably should have won. Like, I'm just, not gonna... You're not gonna, like, get a pitchfork and a torch and be okay. like... He Aaron did. Gordon he did wins. some cool stuff. He probably should have won. I think do he you, did the coolest of the stuff. So, yeah. Coolest of the stuff. Okay. Do you think that are you, are you buying into the conspiracy theory that Dwayne Wade was on Derek Jones Jr.'s side? That's a legitimate. There's a conspiracy theory. theory about Dwayne Wade. He's getting did he so do 9/11? much shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a white man's job. Um, no, like so. Derek Jones Jr. plays for Miami Heat. Miami Heat. Dwayne Wade. As you may not be aware, did play for the Miami Heat for X amount of years. He didn't just play for the Bulls. No, he didn't just play for the Bulls, believe it or not. Um, but everyone, for whatever reason, is thinking that he gave Aaron Gordon a 9 but gave Derek Jones Jr. a 10 because they're buddies. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, do you have any insight? I have the no Heat? insight and no care, but I wouldn't put it past Dwayne Wade. This is like, I have zero care. Like, I don't even know I don't even want to talk about this topic. It's, alright, let me move on. I just wanted to touch on it because for whatever reason, like... Did you have anything else in the All-Star game or Aaron Gordon or just the dunk contest? No, I want to talk about the All-Star game. Because I actually think that was entertaining. Yes, it was. I think it was great. Now, before the All-Star game came to be, it it seemed confusing. Mm. I was... I didn't read the rule. I tried to read the rules and I was like, I don't Couldn't read. Yeah. You'd forgotten how to read. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, that happens. I only learned to read Italian. 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 Wow, you can't even talk. And French. And French. <laughs> but it... So, I enjoyed it. Now, I I watched the first three quarters. I watched highlights because I was working. Mm-hmm. But I did get to watch the last quarter. Yeah. Um, I feel like that the... It, it was a bit weird seeing the first three quarters, you know, play per usual. It was weird, like, at the end and then the start of the next one. It was zero again. I'm yeah. Like, Something's wrong. But it was just the all-star format. Um, but then it was weird to see no... Uh, no time winding down in the fourth quarter. Yeah. It was just off. And that was real weird to see. So it took a bit of adjusting. But that fourth quarter was the most competitive I've seen the All-Star game in a very long time. Yeah, absolutely. And surprisingly, it came down to the wire. Um, I know you didn't like the fact that it came down to a free throw, right? Yeah. It's, it's not a bad thing. Free throws are integral to the sport. Yeah. But I think it would have... Like, it's always cool to have a game-winning shot. Yes. Or the game-winning block. Yeah. Or... Something like that, and having it end on a free throw is just a bit of a anticlimactic. Yeah, just a bit of blue balls. The thing that that did help though was the fact that Anthony Davis missed the first one. Missed the first one. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit! Like, cause he was he's a pretty good free throw shooter. Yeah, he's not bad. So that it, it was interesting. Um, I like it. Now, do you think there's anything you can think of which can potentially improve the format? Yeah, only forward. the fourth quarter matters. Only the fourth quarter matters. Yes. So touching on that, 
what I think can help because I, I think it's unanimous that the fourth quarter was great. Mm-hmm. Um, if instead of resetting or, or like timing the quarters, just do the same thing they did here. First X amount of points for each quarter. It makes everyone have a goal in mind that we have to be the first team to get to this. It's, it's like pick-up ball because that's what the fourth quarter felt like. Yeah. It was pick-up ball. It was pick-up. Five five. Um, with the best players in the world. Yeah. And I feel like if every quarter was like that, still money going to their charity if they mm-hmm. win, so there's a cause for it. I mean, do you But how do you would agree? you do it? Like, just at the end of the fourth quarter, like, well, how would you do it? How would you... Potentially, like, the, the differences between the points is the new... is the total that you have to beat. Okay. Or, or something like that. Like, there, there, are, there are ways around it. Arguably, intentionally, I haven't thought about this too much because I also kind of just don't care about the All-Star Weekend. But it just I, happened and there's been I'd no like basketball. I'd like to care about it. That's the thing. I feel like... I'd like to care about the All-Star game. This is a, a major step in the right direction. Yeah. And if 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 it was finely tuned where every quarter mattered, and I feel like doing a similar thing, like just make make each quarter feel like a pickup game with the best players in the yeah, world. Yeah, absolutely. I would absolutely watch that. Like, I would take a day off work. I'd, I'd get you and everyone on together. And I'm like, let's watch the All-Star Weekend. They should just do, like... Okay, the captains, each yeah. quarter will be new sets of people. Okay. Right? Let's yeah. say there's 20 on a team. Yeah. And the captain says, okay, in the first quarter, it's you five. Go. You know what? Touching on that. Because we, we wanted to up the All-Star rosters to 15. Yeah. Uh, each conference. 15 each conference. That's five players designated for each quarter. The fourth, you just put your best players that you want. That'd be, yeah, that'd be good. Fuck, we just solved, we solved everything. Done. Just like that. Yeah. Easy, man. And, the, and like LeBron, or obviously the coach, but like, okay, da, da, da. first quarter I want, I want Ingram, Bron, CP3, Harden, and Jokic. Yeah. And then for the next quarter, you have a different group. Yeah. And this way, every player gets playing time yeah. as well. And that way you get like three centers, three power forwards, yeah. three wings. Obviously, you can never it a bit because positions change yeah but like you can get a good amount from every position yeah i love that i really really like and that, that way each quarter you get to see different matchups yeah you just say yeah. okay first 21 for you for, you know for that i don't know if they want to do time or like just do a maybe it's to 30 points or yeah. whatever the fuck they want to do it yeah. but i think it's be good why not i think that'll be amazing 30 points first first team to 30 points wins the quarter yeah i'm, I'm all for that dude we and then, just the, and then the last quarter there's just a point total to get through yeah okay. 100%. I'm Easy. all for it, dude. We should be hired by... Give us money. Give us money. Pay I'll me. take 100 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> All-Star Game's going to make, <laughs> you know, however many million. And, you know, up the amount of charity. Yeah, I mean, makes about, so much I thought that was money. a pretty low amount, in and all honesty. why is it just... Like, how many charities are getting money? You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, the winning team should get um, 150,000. Yep. And each player will get 10,000 to their charity of their choice. Yep. That's a good amount of fucking money. Yeah. I and losing so. team gets 15,000. So each, then each player on that team gets 1,000 to the charity of their choice. Yes, I like that. Right? Because at that's, the moment, it's only like one charity per side, isn't it? No, nah, yes, yeah, it's that. And yeah. it's like, well, that's good because a good amount of money. But like, if this way, if each player has their own charity, they have something to fight for. They have something yeah. to, to work for. And if each yeah. of their charity is getting 10 grand, that's a, that's a good amount of money. We, we know like Devin Booker, for example, he's super into the special needs community, yes. things like that. Yeah. If he was in an all-star game and he got, regardless of, of if, um, if he was playing or not, um, if the team did well, he got charity money to his particular charity he would, his choosing. He would give a shit Absolutely. and he would go out there and cook as hard as he wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. There, there are so many small tweaks which, which I feel can, can really... In retrospect, it changes a lot compared to history, but I think it's what's needed. Yeah, absolutely. Because we, we don't need to see just a normal regulation game. Where they just go out and start. dunk and smile. They had yeah. fun in this one. They had fun, and I think they really had fun competing. Yeah, absolutely. Which was, which was the main thing. Absolutely. Because if, if, they, if they're competing and having fun, then, then we can see it. Yeah. It's not like in, in previous years where like people were just letting the lanes and you can oop and yeah. whatnot. It was just really... I don't know. If people like... Some people like that. It's not for me. No. Like, I want to see... Like, it's a competitive aspect. It, it's always, like, my imagine... Like, especially when we play 2K, it's like, I want these players together, like, when we do a fantasy draft. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, I, you know, Bron would work work real well with this certain big man. Yeah. Um, like, David Robinson or something like that for the pick and roll. Who knows? And that's kind of what I... Uh, growing up, I wanted the All-Star game to be. It's like, this is... I get to see what an ultimate team is like. Yeah. 
Um, and it's never been that. It's never been that. Um, but that that fourth quarter this, this year, this one was, was the closest was we've seen. To that. Closest we've seen in a very long time. Probably and the closest. Then they, I can and imagine. like even Giannis was like, oh, he was he was taking jabs at Harden, which is fine. He's he's a he's a. Yeah. It, it didn't seem malicious in any way. It just seemed like yeah. a happy go lucky guy. But he's like, yeah, we're trying to get on to whoever Harden is guarding. Yeah. And so that's a general, simple pickup game tactic. Yeah. Like whoever he's guarding, give the ball. Attack the weak link. Yeah. Didn't work, but Didn't work. there was a thought process behind it. There was a thought process. And it's not, yeah. they weren't running plays, but it was, it felt like pick up ball and they really cared. That's what I want. I want pick up ball because people love pick up ball. Because they're still smiling too. Yeah. Still smiling. It was good. Um, touching on Giannis though, I'm glad you mentioned him. So this All-Star weekend, I'm not sure if you saw, but he was asked how he would feel to play with his brothers, like both of his brothers in, in Milwaukee or elsewhere in LA mm-hmm. or something. And he came out and said, it's like, you know, if, if my brothers and I got together in LA and played together, that would be great. And now everyone's taking that as he, he doesn't want to go be, to LA. He wants, not just LA, like he wants out in general. And I, I don't think he mean, that means anything. He didn't, he didn't mean it like that. Yeah. Someone did mention that it's just, it seems like he, because he's in a small market in Milwaukee, mm. he hasn't had a lot of media coverage he's not used to this he hasn't been trained for it I was thinking of that like Giannis seems like the guy who's going to say the first thing that comes to his head yeah and he doesn't really care he doesn't give a shit yeah and he just says what he says what he thought he said yeah it'd be cool to play in LA with my brothers because you you never see someone like LeBron or anyone say something like that because they've been trained everything's very structured yes but I think that's just a slip up from from Giannis's end I don't I honestly don't even think it's a slip up I think it's just a more natural response than people are expecting of these players because everything they say is so tailored towards not causing controversy. Well, it, it is, but but it is a slip up in retrospect when you think about all these absolute because he's an absolute superstar. You need to make sure that you're not ca- causing any reason for turmoil on a franchise. I guess. And I, 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 he's done nothing wrong. Like I understand. Like I, I would love to play with my brothers on a certain team. That's whatever. But it's it, it'd be good if he took the time to. Get someone just to teach him about structuring a bit better because, like it or not, it, NBA is a different sport. It's, yeah. You've got to play basketball, but you've also got to be able to handle yourself off the court in these interviews. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't want to see Giannis be turned on for any reason because he doesn't deserve it. And like when he makes these small slip ups, because he, he's done it previously as well with other things, because mm-hmm. um, it, it's, it's always harmless, but he just needs a bit more training in that regard because. A small market team is generally fragile as it is. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to see someone throw you know wood on the fire and, and it just creates a bigger fire than we. Yeah, that's, that's just a small thing that yeah. you mentioned, Giannis, and I'm like, yeah, he does need a bit more training when it comes to the. Media. But I don't want it to be too. I don't want that to change him too much, where he becomes more sterile with his. No, like all he had to do was like, yeah, I'd love to play with my brothers. Like that's instead true. of like he specifically said like yeah if we went in LA and played my brothers that would be great yeah like it's just just certain don't so, mention other teams yeah. don't things like that yeah you don't have to structure like LeBron does where he's I feel like he's always got cue cards in his yeah pocket, something like that there's someone behind the media holding up oh yeah words for him cards. to say and then swaps it out because <laughs> the one's got his fucking boo rag on yeah jeez <laughs> quick question do you think Giannis' brothers would have been drafted if he wasn't Giannis no. <laughs> as bad as that sounds the the Giannis Costas and Arfensis or whatever his name yeah. is um, they are really just pieces to attract Giannis that's and really that's bad. It's, it's bad but but they're getting paid they're getting paid they're in the NBA they're supporting his family I guess yeah um, so they're not, they're not doing any wrong they're not the, the league but it does feel a bit weird that they were literally just drafted in my opinion just to, to attract Giannis yeah um, so it's a bit weird but that's the All-Star Weekend. Did you yep. want to go over anything else? Do you want me to rant about Aaron Gordon again on the dunk contest? No. Because I'll do um, it. I just want to say it's good that a centre has won the skills challenge with Bam. Yes. He is an undersized centre. Um, but they only let the big big men in the skills contest as of, like recently, right? Recently, yeah. yeah. Um, but it's showing out that big men they don't have legitimate drop passing success. skills, dribbling skills, shooting yeah. skills. They're, and I think Bam's undersized, right? You said it was like 5'9", 5'10". Five nine five ten. A uh, six nine six <laughs> Jesus ten. Jesus Christ! He was five nine. No, I'd be able I, to cook him. I believe he's around six nine six ten. No, it's good. I'm I'm happy to see because I like Bam. He's in his like third year. Yeah. Um, but he plays like it's his sixth. Yes. He oh, plays okay. like in a, a very established vet, and the, the cool thing is is he's a very he plays very versatile. Yeah. And that skills challenge kind of cemented that. Like I can do a lot of things. Yeah. 
Um, I, I really like Bam. I like it. Yeah, I think is it. I just want to yeah. touch on that. Same good. I like Bam. I, I'm glad he's doing good. Yeah. Um, and who won the three point? It was Buddy Hill, right? Buddy. Yeah. Who did? Who did? Did you pick anyone? It was either Buddy, Joe Harris, or uh, I didn't. Was Joe Harris in this year? Yeah, I think okay. so. I think so. I can't remember. You may not. It's another thing I don't care about. Uh, <laughs> Buddy Hield, um, Joe Harris, or look, I, I know. Okay, Duncan Robinson was my pick purely for the fact that he could have been like last year's Joe Harris. He could have been last like year's just Joe some Harris. random dude, which just, no one's heard of. Yeah, splashing. Um, that's what I thought. But yeah. Buddy Hield won it, and I'm like, he can still shoot, but he's coming off the bench, so I don't know what's going on. That's there's uh, a lot of King, issues. With Kings are weird because this will be their second coach they don't like in two years. It's 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 Vlad. The second coach, their classic. Move. It's Vlad, but it's also like, the players. No, but like, it, there's only so much you can do. We've talked about like how in, how important it is for a good front office, mm. good veterans, mm-hmm. and, and just good coaching staff. They they don't like. It starts with one person, one it person does. on top. But at the same time, the reason Dave Yeager left because he clashed so much with players, right? No, 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 no. It wasn't. It wasn't that. Was it, it was, not? No, he clashed with Vlad. Like there there were so many conversations. There was one which has been put in paper. Which is, there was a conversation between Jaeger and Vlad. And um, Vlad came up to him with some, some uh, game ideas. Like, I want to run things this way. What do you think? Um, and, like, if we trade this player, this would help this scheme a lot. And he's mm-hmm. like, if we get that player, do I get their coach as well? I'm not, like, I'm, that is exactly what he said. Like, Vlad is, has a lot of issues. Yeah. Um, and I understand, like, not every coach they bring in, not every player, front office piece is going to be perfect. So, yeah, it will clash with people from time to time. Mm-hmm. He's not perfect, but everything I'm think hearing... I think he's a good coach. I think he's a fantastic coach. Like, he needs to tone down things on his end a bit, like, personality-wise. I understand yeah. that. But there are certain avenues you should you should get the free pass for if you're a fantastic coach. And Vlad doesn't allow for that. It's, no. it's very much like, I'm in charge... It needs to be done my way. If you... And I, I'm going to joke about getting rid of you and things like that if, if I feel like it. And that's not a healthy environment to be it's in. Not. Especially when so much of your team is young as well. Yeah. Because we just saw what happened in Cleveland with, with Beeline and the, the disgruntled veterans on that team. Mm-hmm. It's a big... It's just a... It's a shit show. Yeah. And I'm starting to see that with with Vlad and, and the Kings. It's just it's a bit worse. It's not to that extent. They yeah. they still have their pieces are confident. I like De'Aaron Fox. I like Buddy Hield, even though that was a bit a bit worrying. It's the start of the season was like I want my yeah. money. Give me the match. Um, they the don't match. know what they're doing with with Brogdon Bogdanovich, who's still on his rookie year. Um, they're just. You said Brogdon. Brogdon Bogdanovich. I thought it was Bogdan. Bogdan, sorry. They got Malcolm Brogdon? Not not Malcolm Brogdon, sorry. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Yeah. um, Who's on his rookie deal. He's he's a very, very good player. Um, Bagley just seems like the wrong pick the more more and more he's injured. Um, So I am legitimately... I mean, I'm in like worry mode now, which I wasn't last year. There was a lot of upside. And now since the firing of Jaeger... You, you have to agree with me. It's just gone downhill. Since. Yes, it has. They, they, with Dave Yeager, they were running very fast-paced. Yes. And Dave Yeager and the players did not get along. Yeah. But... Well, I they were... No, they, there was... There was real I, issues. I, I think the bigger issue is between... Like, there, there was two sides of an issue. Yeah. Yeager had issues with the players and the head yeah. staff. Right? Um, they were playing fast with Jaeger, um, but it was very much... No, they were just playing fast. They got into the playoffs. They no, yeah, they, they almost made the playoffs. They almost made the playoffs. Yeah. and now they got rid of Jaeger. I guess Vlade didn't like him, and he clashed yeah. with players. So the players were like, "Okay, new coach." They get Luke Walton, who's more of a player coach, a building coach, in from the Lakers. Who doesn't really run a scheme? He doesn't really run a scheme. They're running a lot slower now. Yeah, and they're not beating teams out in transition. Like I'm not. I don't get to see Darren run full court anymore. No, it just doesn't happen. Um, Buddy's coming off the bench. He is shooting better off the bench. Yeah. But you're paying him a lot of money and he's coming off the bench. Yeah, it's kind of like the Al Horford situation. Yeah. Um, and then players are clashing with Luke Walton now. Yeah. I, I think because a lot of people refer back to Cleveland. Like, it, it's probably the best example for it is the main issue between Beeline, the vets, and the young guys is the vets... Uh, sorry, the, the young guys were firsthand seeing the vets disrespect the coaching staff and the front office because they didn't agree with with how things were being run. Mm-hmm. It's a very toxic thing to see. And being the young guys like De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hill and, and, and Bogdan... Bagley. And, and Bagley, 
you you're already seeing certain players um, revolt against against Jaeger and Luke Walton because Luke Walton and Jaeger were having issues with Vlad. And they're like, this is the norm. It's okay to be pissed off and and act and act up and act this way. Yeah. Um, like, how often do you see a player like Buddy Hield? Not not that it's much of an issue, but before he signed this extension. He was actively saying that, like, they better pay me or I'm out. And then like, he was dunking in games and looking over to Vlad, like, pay me. Yeah. Like, I don't ever recall seeing that. No. It's it's a very toxic it's weird. team in there. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. Pay me or I'll leave. Yeah. And it's like, that's not the mindset. You want to see players be like, this yeah. is where I want to be. Yeah. I would love to stay because um, I love the players and the coaching staff and we can do something mm. him it was just like they better pay me or I'm out yeah um, and, and I understand like that. you could be a mercenary that's fine yeah but you have to play like a mercenary. play your heart out man yeah. you and have to Kawhi Kawhi's a mercenary and yeah. that's absolutely fine and now he's playing not as good as Lou Will like in, in ways like he's coming off the bench but he doesn't produce as much as Lou Will off the bench we're talking about still talking about Buddy, right? Buddy, yeah. Buddy, yeah, yeah. He's not he's not producing as much points or as much fluid offense as Lou Will. Yeah. Yes, he's a better shooter. Yeah. But you were kind of hoping he would do that for a majority of the game starting. Yeah. Um, and now that's the concern. So and if you were, if we are paying him that much money, he needs to be more fluid on offense. He needs to create yes. more offense, either for himself or for teammates. Yeah. Um, and that's I I don't know how we get onto the topic of Sacramento, but. Um, Buddy Hill. We're talking about three point five. Oh yeah, Buddy Hill, and and it's, it's it's worrying. It's it's just like I mentioned Buddy Hill, and like the first thing I think is like, oh, I don't like his situation in Sacramento. Um, so it, it kind of it's worrying being a Sacramento fan, in all honesty. Um, it, it, it'd be interesting if we knew a Sacramento fan. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. I think Hobo Johnson's a Sacramento fan. Who? Uh, so yeah, our, our friend Adam. He's, he likes Hobo Johnson. He's like this white guy that raps on YouTube. Okay. He makes like kind of like semi semi-important slash comedic rap and yep. he made a song about the Sacramento Kings okay. and it was like yeah I feel the pain of being a Sacramento fan gotcha, gotcha. Um, but that was that was, that was that was a good little tidbit yeah that was All Star Weekend <laughs> yeah All Star Weekend and on a bad note with the Sacramento Kings it came full circle um, but something interesting happened uh, yesterday we're done with the All Star Weekend we're okay. done we're talking about Boston and yeah. the Timberwolves yeah I want to talk about my boy Trey Young Trey Young career high 50 points 50 points I think he's the fourth youngest to ever get 50, I think it was. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, do you want to know who I think the youngest is? Wilt. No, he came no. in the league late. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be like Brandon Jennings. Yeah, I think it's Brandon <laughs> Of course it was Brandon Jennings. I think it's Brandon Jennings. 55 points, scoreless in the first quarter. Let's <laughs> yeah. go. Man, he's a legend. But yeah, so he's, he's one of the youngest to ever get 50 points. 2008, Brandon um. Jennings. <laughs> He's legitimately one of my favorite like, guards. Don't. I don't know what. Good years for Milwaukee. One and a half. Oh, you played, played a bit. Good years? Played, oh, good years. I yeah, thought you just good. said played. No, no. Okay. I played like two good years. You want to know what the issue was? He tried Drugs. to be a point guard. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's dark. He tried to be a point guard. When he's he a, tried to facilitate. He's a scorer. He tried to facilitate and do all this stuff. And I granted that's what you want from him. He should have just played a small ball too. Or that's yeah. like Monte. Like Monte. Should have just been Monte Ellis, but they wanted too much, and he yeah. thought he could do it. God, so, I miss Monte. That's a boy of mine. Do miss Monte. That was that was um. It's an interesting situation Tennessee with Golden Light, State, man. like the We Believe Warriors, and Monte's still getting paid. From who? Golden and, State. Uh, what was the last team? Mavericks. I think he's still getting paid. I think it was Mavs. Yeah. I think he's still getting paid. What on earth? Isn't Josh Smith still getting paid as well? Yeah. Jesus Christ, man. From Detroit. Oh no. From <laughs> so they're playing Blake oh, no. and Josh Smith right now. Oh wow! The I had same no player. Idea. No, no idea. Blake's better, but you know whatever. Yeah, um, but I want to touch on Trey Young because yeah. he just came off fifty point game. He did. It's a milestone against Miami Heat. Against Miami Heat, they beat them. Who are a good defensive team. Great defensive team. So hitting hitting fifty points against a good yeah. against a good defensive team is an even bigger accomplishment. Yes, and they were throwing defenses at him. Yeah, and he was still getting his buckets. They would change it. Like who's yeah. getting him now? Did you watch any of the game? Bits. I was Bits. I was working. Um, but I, I've seen highlights. Yeah. Okay, because it it made me think about a couple of things with Trey Young. I know it's only his second year, but like we discussed Zion, I think it was last week on how he can make improvements both offensively and defensively. There are things I think Trey Young can do as well, mm-hmm. um, which I think could up his up his game to be future MVP because that's where I want him. 
That's where I want him. He, like, he'd have to start playing defense. He was. Now, touching on defense, he's never going to be a good defender. No. He's too small. Like, his... His, his, uh, his frame. His, his frame's his, small. His, his wingspan. Wingspan is small. Because people were saying, like, well, if Steph can be a great defender, why can't Trey? Steph is not an undersized point guard. No, he's 6'3". He's legitimate 6'3". 6'2", 6'3". He's beefy. He's got muscle on he's, him. He's strong. He's got the wingspan. And span. he plays rough. That's yes. the thing with Steph that you don't see a lot. He plays rough and tough. Yes. So I, I think the comparison between him and Steph is poor, mm-hmm. like defensively. It's more Nash. It's more like Nash. Now, the thing... That's exactly what I was thinking and something Nash was great at because in terms of being able to read the field, yeah, he is top tier. Absolute top tier. Nash was amazing. Um, and I think Trey... Obviously, they switch off the best player if they're attacking Trey. They mm-hmm. try and get a better defender in to guard Trey's matchup. That gives Trey an opportunity to watch out for those passing lanes. Absolutely. And that's all he has to do. If he can be like the Iverson, like the Steve Nash, which just picks off certain passing lanes, just Same with off, off knowledge, yeah, yeah, then that's all you have to do. You're not going to be such a detriment. Absolutely. The same thing, like, I was talking about this towards the end of Luca's first year. Like, he's, he was a poor defender last year. Yes. He's not... He doesn't, he doesn't have a super quick first step. Yes, he's big. He's 6'8", and he's got you know a good stride, but he doesn't have an amazing first step. He doesn't have amazing like explosiveness. Yep. His lateral quickness isn't great. He's got a normal wingspan. But the way he can get better on defense is by learning defense with his mind. Very smart player. Yes. So if he can read the defense, if he can more instruct and direct, then he can be less of a negative. And it's the same thing for Trey here. Yep. He's, he doesn't have the body of... Uh, Jimmy Butler yeah you know no, he doesn't have the body of Kawhi but he if he's if he really works on it he can play the passing lanes he can be yes. a bit more of a director on defense yeah and coordinate a bit more of a floor general on that end and that's how he can go from being an outright giant negative on defense to being neutral yes so this I, I'm so glad you agree like because I 100% couldn't have said that better. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel like Trey Young can can improve defensively, because he is a detriment right now on the defensive end. Yeah, but, he is a and, bad plus minus. Yes, and this this honestly does take a lot of work. It's more difficult, in my opinion, to work on a mental game which can read defensive uh, and offensive plays mm-hmm. rather than like Zion working on footwork. Yep. I think this is a whole different thing. Mm-hmm. But I think he does want greatness. And he knows he can achieve it. He just needs to sit in that film room. Yeah. Spend time with really good, point knowledgeable point guards. Yes. He says he admired Steve Nash. Spend time with Steve Nash. Yes. And Go we to did Chris see, Paul. did see that video of them working out. Yeah. yeah. Go to Chris Paul. Yeah. He's the point guard. He's the, like the smartest NBA one player the, I've ever seen. Yeah. One of the absolute smartest. Go to him. Beg him. Please, can we watch film together? Yeah. Um, I don't so, know if you say yes, but you can only try. It's worth trying. And like maybe he has. I don't know. Yeah, they're they're both very busy people as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, um, but I, I'm excited because I, I no longer, after seeing that game, because his offensive game, he has the confidence. Yeah. He has the shot. He has the, the, the under-the-basket shots as well. He's yeah. got everything. And it's like, all that's left is this. If he can do that, he is phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. He's not a perfect scorer, but he's, he's an inside-out scorer. Right? Yep. He can score 30 feet to 40 feet, or yep. he can score under the basket. Yep. His mid-range could do some work, but in terms of outside and inside, he's like 98 yeah. out of 100. Yeah, it's and really even really even between between those two parallels, that's where his passing that's like, where, comes yeah, into play. Yeah, that's where his passing comes into play. He's elite as yeah. well. Like, he's, he's so... He's I like don't, the .001 percentile top. Like, yes. he's really, really good at it. Really, really good. Not um, complete, but there's very few players in NBA history. And it's only his second year. Yeah, it's only like, second year. I, I don't see him becoming a great mid-range shooter. No. Because of his the, body. The way the league is going as well, I don't think he'll ever need to be. It would just um, add an extra element. It would, yeah. But I, I think if he's, if he's going to be able to to abuse these pick and rolls the way he does, especially, you know, with Capella, for example, mm-hmm. it could leave the mid open for a really good dime somewhere. Um, and especially because Capella can somewhat space the floor sometimes. Yeah. Um, but he definitely more is someone that can roll unlike John Collins. Yep. Um, so I feel like where the league's going and the team, the way it's structured currently, he should be okay. Oh, he'll um, definitely be fine. I mean, yeah, no, he should be okay. He'll be, he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. Um, but yeah, that, that was just, that was real cool saying. I'm, I'm a big Trey Young fan. I'm a believer. We're both training words. You're yes. a lot higher on him than me, but yeah, I think he's. Yeah. If, if he keeps if he keeps going to be an MVP at some point, 
He'll be yeah. the best. He, it's at like, least in conversation. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely in conversation. And he, he'll, in in like five, six years, he'll be in conversation for best point guard in the league. Yeah. I do, it may be too soon. I might get like shit on for it. But I think by the end of his career, he'll be a top three shooter of all time. Do you agree? Or is it too early? Too early. Too early? I like just, one and two are set in stone. I just, I, I see this guy shoot. And I'm, because like the difference between Clay is Clay is very much off ball. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that. That's, that's his thing. It's, it's, it's phenomenal mm-hmm. um, to have someone at his caliber that works off ball. But Trey just creates his own shot again and again and again and again. But that doesn't make him a better shooter. It doesn't, but it, it's, that's what I feel like can propel him higher than Clay. Okay. Is the fact that he can get his own shots when he needs it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I want from a shooter, predominantly just someone that can, can do everything but offensively. We haven't seen Clay need to create his own shot. He's only ever been in a system where it's like, you're going to get the ball and you're going to shoot. Well, this is why we, we were hoping if that Clay, Clay would move. Yeah. Not because we want Golden State to be bad. I love seeing the Golden State yes. fluid offense. I, like I would just love to see Clay have to go yep. beast mode. It'd, it'd be interesting because yeah. I feel like he'd kind of be like Buddy Hield on crack. I think it's he, Reggie Miller on crack. Oh boy, yeah. I mean, you might be right. He's, he's a better shooter than Reggie Miller. Yeah. Um, so to be, that's, a, that's a thing I, maybe one day we'll get to see it hopefully while he's still in his prime yeah. he's only getting older Love so who knows um, but that, that that wraps up what's happened you know the, the past week it's been the week yes um, fortunately not a lot of basketball but no. we had a good all-star weekend we did a lot of weird stuff going on a lot of background stuff yeah a lot of background stuff um, um, but moving forward this week moving forward yeah um, there's a thing we want to do is each of us we also watch Typically, watch some like classic bowl or classic series yep. throughout the week, um, and we don't typically mention it. But I think from now forward, we're going to be saying what we're going to be watching. So for me, this week I'm going to be watching <clears throat> around 2008 to 2010 Mellow's battles with Kobe in the playoffs. Those two would be so rough in the post; it'd be so fierce. This is when Kobe was at his scoring prime. Mellow was at his scoring prime. They would just push, shove, and be rough as shit. And I want to watch those. Yeah. I'm because so, that's my being, favorite brand of basketball. Going out being a Nuggets fan, oh, are we going to win the playoffs? Well, if we can get through Kobe. Yeah. If Melo can outshoot Kobe, did we ever do it? No. Yeah. But I want to go back and watch those and study those because Kobe would always guard Melo because yeah. he had to. There's no one else who could guard Melo, and Melo would always guard Kobe because there's no one else who could. Yeah. Very back and forth. It was just a dog fight in that series and we never won but yeah. I, I want to study I want to watch it how about yeah. you what are you watching the one thing I want to do is like like you said at the start of every podcast we, we get the early morning grind with basketball we work on some fundamentals and some new things one player which I think is in my opinion the best off-ball player in history Antoine Walker why the fuck <laughs> would you say Antoine Walker where did that come from I don't know oh my god Jeez, oh, wow. Who, um, who? No, the, my opinion is the best off-ball player is Reggie Miller. I think he's a phenomenal okay. off-ball player. Um, and something which I want to do, because I'm confident in my mid-range game, mm-hmm. I'm getting better in the three-point. I lie, I'm not. But the way he moves off-ball, sets his feet, gets his shot ready. And I've, I've seen some of his old old games. I want to watch a lot of his old New York battles. He yep. was the New York killer. I love that. Um, and it's been a while since I've seen Reggie Miller, and like you said, studying studying greats like that is 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 phenomenal. It makes you think differently. Yeah, and it, it's different from watching the these guys now because those guys learn from those old guys. Yeah, that's the way it is. So, and and Reggie Miller is very unique. He did one thing and one thing very well. He grabbed the ball in the mid, and then I remember the one time it was a fast break, right? Reggie Reggie ran ahead. They passed it to him. They, he got the ball when he was near the elbow. Yeah. Saw his defender under the rim, turned around, went back to the three. Popped yes, him. yes, right? like, that's how good. Except have to like, okay, you're under there. I have time to turn around, yep. take two steps, spin and pull it. Yeah, and he's not good. Yeah, no, he's, he's down. You watch his awful stuff. It's fantastic. I yeah. remember that. Do you remember that game against Jordan where he literally legitimately pushed off of Jordan, which is an offensive foul, but yeah. they didn't call it. Didn't call it, but it got the shot. He yeah. was that was so lucky. But I, I think I'm gonna watch some of the the old New York series. It's Absolutely. gonna be. Gonna look old, but yeah, it will. There, you can find some real high quality footage because yeah. I, there, there was one on YouTube. I'll see if I can find it, send it to you. But it was legit. I think it was 720p of MJ playing. Oh wow! Because a lot of the time there was two cameras 
filming these games. Yep. One for TV, which is the grainy, not great quality. Then there was like a historical footage. You can find yep. historical high quality footage from games from the 80s as well. Yeah. That actually really holds up. It looks as good as it does right now. I'll see if I can find it. I'm not sure if I've saved it, but there was a while ago, someone on Reddit, on the NBA Reddit, posted... Um, direct links to every single high quality historic game that is available on YouTube that's neat he spent weeks and weeks doing research on it I'll see if I can find it I'm sure I would have saved it because that's unique finding those like real high quality ones that they just filmed on the best quality camera equipment they could and saved it because if they had to put it on TV it's not like they don't they don't keep those master copies a lot of times for for 40 years yeah it's just it's interesting I'm, yeah I'm, interesting um, but the, the only other thing I'll be watching are, are these Laker games moving forward because um, we are going to get Markeith Morris we just waved to Marcus Cousins but I am a bit concerned with our team because we haven't been playing the kind of ball that we want so I do want to watch a bit more pay closer attention because um, I'm worried it's, it's going to be playoff soon it's going to mm. be here before you know it playoff time soon um, we'll probably face you guys at some point I'm going to get second um, round yeah, you get second round. I'm confident we get second round, but that's where it gets tricky. Yeah. So I not like I have any input to the Lakers franchise. No, but no, no. I wanna. I just wanna. I wanna be mentally ready to like. Are we actually gonna do this or not? Because yep. I've grown a bit concerned. But that it. That wraps up the week. That wraps up the week. Um. So if you want to get in talk to, contact with us, um, on Instagram, I am Ty Option Nine. I'm Josh Label. Um, and that'll do for this week. Thanks, guys. No worries.